Welcome to It Just Means Less, where we talk all things SEC sports. Here are your hosts, Wells Perigen and Jacob Holman. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the It Just Means Less podcast. I'm your host, Wells Perigen, here with my co-host, Jacob Holman. How are you, Jacob? I'm I'm doing good, Wells. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, Jacob. You know, it's been a long time since I've got to see my Auburn Tigers play, and uh, in two days, that'll happen. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but I'm excited for it. Um, we're recording this episode on, I guess, Thursday night, Thursday the 28th. And um, so we're not going to talk about last week's results or the overall season results, really, because half the games haven't been played yet since what we've talked about or since our last episode. But I guess we can go ahead and touch on a few games that have been played. Um, Miller Moss last night for uh, Southern Cal looked absolutely insane. Jacob, I don't know if you were able to catch a good bit of that. Uh yeah, I, I mean, I didn't get to see it, but I saw uh, his first half stats. I mean, if you go off that, maybe he should have been starting the whole year. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, one thing that bothered me, um, and it has nothing to do with, like, the actual performance of the game, but seeing Caleb on the sidelines, like, you know, mm-hmm. having all of his teammates up and celebrating with him, I just feel like, man, if you're going to opt out, don't be there. Like, I mean, I don't <clears> – <throat> I understand why he did it. But at the same time, man, I feel like you opted out. So, I mean, you don't really deserve to be there. Yeah, that's fair. Um, the I forgot. Where did the holiday go? Where's that game played at? I was going to say if it's close to it. I mean, it's in San Diego. So, I guess technically, you know, I don't know how far Los Angeles is to Southern Cal. But I agree if you like, especially if that had been like they'd had to travel to like, you know, Houston or something like that. I definitely don't think he should have been there. Um, you know, Miller Moss was in the same class as Jackson Dart, you know, uh, Lincoln Riley signed both of them, and I think Dart left either after spring ball or like because he's a redshirt. What is Dart? Redshirt sophomore or redshirt freshman? Uh, he's at least. A, I mean, he was eligible for the draft. So okay, so he's a redshirt sophomore. So I guess he's Dart stayed one year, and he's been at Ole Miss the past two. I think yeah. that's right. So I mean, hats off to Miller Moss. I mean, yeah. really. I mean, two years ago, Caleb Williams has been there. Dang, was that the same class? Did they sign Caleb Williams? I guess Caleb would have transferred when Miller signed. You know, most kids nowadays wouldn't have stuck it out this long. I mean, looks like it's going to pay pay dividends next year. Of course, he'll be playing in the Big Ten. Yeah. But also, um, I think last night definitely helps Alabama fans' case last night, the way Southern Cal looked against Louisville last night, talking about Florida State not going to be able to do anything against Louisville. Now, you know, wet, stuff like that. You know, it's a little different um, – atmosphere i guess for the set or the terrain was a little bit different but still i mean louisville just got dominated last night yeah i don't i mean neither one of us had that picked i mean Mm -hmm. us knew who was knew the name of we never knew we didn't know who miller moss was Mm -hmm. so um yeah i think even though they're gonna be in the big 10 i think um if he goes into next season i think he's probably gonna go into next season a starter so um i think i think usc fans can be happy about that i mean he could possibly i mean it's possible he could be the Trying to think quarterbacks coming back. I mean, you got Drew Alaire coming back next year. Um, Cade, what's the, what's Iowa's last, what's his last name? Iowa's quarterback that got hurt, Cade. That was at Michigan. Is it? What is McNamara? McNamara, Mac, McNamara yeah. Uh, he, he's coming back. I mean, it's possible that if he, I mean, if he plays like this, he could be talking Big Ten Player of the Year. I mean, honestly, um, something else last night that was really exciting for me was watching A and M lose. Um, <laughs> It's one of the one of the few ones me and Jacob have got right so far. Um, so it was just good to see. I know all all A and M fans are like, "Oh, we didn't have our whole team." But I don't care. You lost. Yeah, I mean, and, maybe you should have a better at or maybe you should have a better team chemistry. Something that maybe your players don't want to leave. Maybe your head coach shouldn't have lied about all the NIL money they were going to make. 
and then didn't give it to him. So, you know, but I don't think he's feeling too guilty about that one, the way he got that buyout money. I think he's, I think he slept pretty peaceably since then. Yeah. I bet Jimbo's just having, I bet <laughs> kind of just chilling, doing, mm-hmm. doing things Jimbo would do. Um, another thing I want to touch on before we got, go ahead and drop into Saturday and Monday's games. Um, SMU losing today to Boston College. Um, I guess that kind of, you know, there were some talks. I think me and you included thought that SMU probably should have been the group of five team, maybe over Liberty to get the New York six or New New York New Year six bowl. Yeah. And then they lose to six and six Boston College today. Who and they're a ten point favor. Yeah, I mean, I don't think, I don't think the Liberty Oregon game is gonna be close. I mean, I mean, I, I really don't think so either. I think we'll talk about a little. I think Bo's playing and a few other guys and all that. That so that to me has. It it shows me everything you need to know about why the best group of five team does not belong in the playoff. I think I kind of think it's a year a year on year thing. Like I I wasn't totally against Cincinnati that year they played Alabama. I mean they they, they sure. what was it twenty seven six was that the final score like that? I mean that's not. Yeah, I mean it wasn't. I mean, been, I mean 27 to six, but that's not combined to like you know like the national championship last year with TCU, or like um what LSU did to Oklahoma in the semifinals. Joe into. 2019 or is that 2019? Is that when Joe Burr was at there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so sure. like, I just think it's like a group, uh, you know, and I, you know, probably if it had been a 12 team playoff, that uh, UCF team that, you know, the national champions probably yeah. would have been one of them teams that could go in there. But I could definitely, yeah, this year for sure was definitely a year where like the team's getting the first round by is what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, if you think of, I mean, look at, look at Tulane to this or against Virginia Tech and lost by 21 and Virginia Tech six and six. Mm hmm. So, you know, I mean, Liberty's the Liberty's the last group of five, like group of five team that's you know in the conversation for best group of five team that hasn't played yet. The other two have lost, so I mean, yeah, it gets bad competition too. Yeah, and it just it it really kind of for the people that have the same argument that I just said earlier, it kind of makes it. I mean, it kind of makes it point almost, but mm-hmm. it's what it is. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we can go ahead and jump into Saturday's games, Jacob. If we ain't got nothing else. So, yeah, might as well. All right. All right. The first game of the day is the Chick Fil A Bowl at Mercedes Benz Stadium, um, which is Atlanta, Georgia. Um, Ole Miss is getting to play in uncharted ter- territory, playing in Atlanta. You know, yeah. I don't think that's that's happened in our parents' lifetime. It happened in anybody's lifetime. I mean, so this is, I guess, Lane Kiffin better get used to our. No, he's not. He better in savor this moment that he's going to get. Um, number eleven, Ole Miss, ten and two overall, is playing number ten, Penn State. Penn State is also number two. I guess Penn State's two losses are Michigan and Ohio State. I feel like I feel like that's right. And then Ole Miss's is Alabama and Georgia. So both yeah. teams have lost four really quality losses. Yeah, they're um, two really good teams. I feel like. Yeah, uh, Penn State is favored by four and a half. It's the 11 a.m. ESPN kick. I like to remind you, as always, all times are central on this podcast. So this game will kick off 12 o'clock Eastern time. Um, what you got, Jacob? You gonna pull the upset, or you think Penn State wins? Oh, this man. I mean, I'm already I'm already on a losing skid. So like, you know, it really doesn't matter. But I mean, I I think I think Ole Miss's two losses are better than Penn State's two losses. Mm-hmm. I think it's fair. So I think it's close though. Yeah, very close. Yeah. I mean, one of them, I mean, one of them each lost to a playoff team. The other one lost to the conference. I mean, conference runner up if you if you want to think about it that way. But I think Ole Miss is just better. Um, I don't. Drew Aller hadn't really stepped up in the big games he needed to. Jackson Dart's been there. Um, Quinshawn Judkins just you know is who he is. So, um, yeah, and I think Ole Miss has a. 
I think they have something to prove with all these recruits that they're getting in from the portal. Obviously, they hadn't played yet, but you know, you want to show them why you came to Ole Miss. So mm-hmm. I think Ole Miss is going to have something to prove, and I think they're going to pull the upset. I'm right there with you. Um, I did say today, uh, of course, not the big game boomer, which I'm sure if you're on Twitter, you and everybody knows who big game boomer is. Um, he had Penn State as the number one defensive line this year. I thought that was a little bit interesting. Um, I know Ole Miss's offensive line has been shaky from time to time, but I just I just like Quinshawn Junkins too much. Um, I really don't think there's a back in the Big Ten that I really can think of off my top of the head that is as good as Quinshawn Junkins has. Um, and, you know, I think Jackson Dark is a really good player, so I'm going to take Ole Miss to win too. Hey, I mean, if we're going to go down, might as well go down. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine with me. All right, next on the agenda, game I'll be in attendance for. Hallelujah. Um, the Trans Perfect Music City Bowl, uh, Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. Auburn, 6-6, six and six, is pl- is playing Maryland. Maryland is 7-5, and five, also without Talia. Uh, Talia opted out. Um, Auburn is favored by 6.5, and, and it's the 1 p.m. ABC game. Um, I'm going to take Auburn in this game. Uh, the spread rose. Um, before Talia opted out, the spread was at 2.5. Um then today, then he, whenever he opted out, it went up to seven and a half, and now it's back down at six and a half. Um, I just think Auburn's the better team. Uh, I know Maryland. I was listening to um Locked On Auburn, and uh, they had a crossover edition with Locked On Terps today, and uh, the guy from Maryland was just talking about. He kept saying, you know, this guy transferred, and this guy opted out, and this guy transferred, and this guy opted out, and it just sounded like they had been absolutely ridiculed with like opt-outs and transfers. Um, I think it would be a little bit of a different story if Talia was playing, especially with Auburn's two corners who are going to be NFL guys. DJ James probably a day two pick. Nehemiah Pritchett, early day three. Um, they're not playing, so it's going to be a new secondary for Auburn. But I just think I just think Auburn or Quest Hunter is just going to be able to do what they want up front. Yeah. I, um, I, went, I went with Maryland at the beginning because of Talia and, you know, Obviously, I mean, I think their offense is maybe a little bit better than Auburn's defense with Talia mm-hmm. and without him. I mean, they have they haven't played a game. I mean, went seven and five with him. They haven't had a they haven't had a game without him. So uh, I changed. I flipped it to Auburn when I saw Talia wasn't playing, and as much as that pains me to do, um, but I think Auburn's going to win and cover. I don't I don't really know if it'll be close. Um, I think Jarquez will have a game. And you know, go go Auburn, I guess. I think this is gonna be a game that's gonna be a really short game just because that's what Auburn wants. I mean, Auburn's had off the top of my head five receivers either transfer or opt out. So they're gonna be really slim. We're talking about four scholarship players slim at receiver. That's it. So but you still have all your backs back. Um all your offensive linemen are playing. Um, so the pretty much the whole offense outside of the transfer receivers will be back. And I just think Auburn wants to run the ball anyways. I mean, that's what they did versus Alabama. That's what they did versus Ole Miss. That's what they did with versus Georgia. And they were you know, semi, semi-successful in all three of them games as far as just straight up running the ball. And I just don't think Maryland's going to be able to contain them. Um, but I will say, though, Auburn has had a uh, tradition unlike any other in losing bowl games. Um, it's been a long time. Uh, I guess this game was actually the last time Auburn won. Uh, Jarrett Siddham's last year, which would have been 2018, I think. We beat Purdue by like 60-something in the Music City Bowl. So, um, yeah, both me and Jacob are taking Auburn to win and cover. Well, I mean, Auburn really just has a history of losing in general. No, no. We're top 10 program all time in wins. <clears throat> but giving you a hard time. Mm-hmm. Um, th- this is this has nothing to do with this episode, but um, we talked about 
Arizona. Or I was I saw we both have the Kansas State game going on in the background as our pick was wrong again. Um, <laughs> but I saw um, Arizona's quarterback. Is it? I know his name's Noah. I don't know how to pronounce the last name. It's either I, I imagine it's Fafida because it is yeah. like he's, you know he's, he's I want to say he's like of, like I think he's Spanish, like Mexican, something like that. Um, but he is he is starting rookie. Okay. I thought you said he entered the portal. Say what happened was their other quarterback. Did. Yeah. And I guy, yeah. The guy that started when I watched him versus Mississippi State entered the portal. Yeah. That's, so, uh, but we both had Arizona win and cover anyways. So okay. I guess that that kind of bit, at least on my the spreadsheet right here, we both have Arizona win and cover. So that kind of that makes us feel a little better. I feel like. Yeah. So all right. Well, the next game we have is the Capital One Orange Bowl in Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, Florida. Um, also known as the Opt Out Bowl. That as I've seen on Twitter, um, is Georgia, who's twelve and one. Their one loss coming to the University of Alabama Crimson Tide, and the number five Florida State, who is thirteen and zero. Um, Georgia's favored by twenty. It's a three p.m. ESPN kick. Wells, what do you got? Um, do you George, want to read what our spreadsheet has right there? No, <laughs> I'm not gonna read. I'm not gonna read that. Um, Georgia's gonna hang. Well, let me say, Georgia's gonna beat them by thirty. They're gonna hang fifty on them. Um, Georgia is going to flex their muscles here, um, which, you know, you talked about all the opt outs and all that. That's kind of, you know, you, you raise that much sand about not getting the playoffs and then you're going to sit here and lose this game by, um, you know, by, by I, th- I think I'm going to take them to lose by more than 20. The spread's 20. Um, I don't know about you yet, but I just feel like, why are you going to like raise so much sand and then opt out? Like you need to prove your point in this game and beat Georgia that you deserve to be in, in my opinion. Yeah, it's. Man, it 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 makes no sense, like you just said. I mean, why? If you're gonna raise so much cane about not playing in the playoff, and then when it comes time to play, probably the most meaningful ball game of all the New Year's Six outside the playoff, (laughs) you don't play in it. I mean, at that point, you're just proving that maybe, hey, we shouldn't have been in. But I mean, if we're gonna have a bunch of guys that are just gonna quit on a game that, quote unquote, doesn't mean anything. I mean, look at – I'm not trying to say it just because they're Alabama guys, but you had the number one and number three overall pick picks both play in the Sugar Bowl last year, and it meant nothing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it it's kind of – maybe it, maybe it shows what kind of like um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Um, community they have in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Just a bunch of guys who play for themselves. But anyway, anyways, Georgia wins by a lot. I think they're going to cover that twenty. Um, Carson Beck, Brock Bowers, um, Brock's uh, Brock's opted out though. He's not playing. I think I saw that. And the reason I saw that, I saw he wasn't there. Uh, the the reason I saw that is because uh, I know I'm shouting out a lot of Twitter accounts. Um, Message board genius um, posted today, and there was somebody on Colorado's board talking about how they should just throw the money at Brock Bowers to not go to the draft and transfer to Colorado. And I can I want to say it was because he was opting out, but that that could be wrong. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. So according to the Buff Sampede, Buff Predictor, who is a VIP member of Buff Sampede, said apparently he's opting out of the bowl game versus Florida State. Um, and he says Colorado hasn't had tight end talent like that ever. Any chance he'd be willing to enter the portal and check out Colorado, or is it the NFL draft for him? Well, I mean, there's a thing that says his um, our, our Amarius Mims, mm-hmm. who the guys for Georgia that wasn't there. Like didn't go with the team, but it was said he was in Miami earlier today. It was him and Brock that didn't show up. So Brock maybe also headed to Miami too. It says his gear is in Miami in case he mm. decides to miss out. But you know, 
I mean, I get it either way, but I think Georgia's going to win big regardless of Brock or no Brock Bowers. I mean, you got Oscar Dell. Mm-hmm. He's pretty much Brock Bowers, just a little bit bigger. So, yeah. Um, I will say, though, we were talking about all the opt-outs. I could understand it if they were sitting there playing in – you know, the Pop-Tart Bowl, or even they're like, you know, I'm, you know, I was talking about the Auburn Bowl game, um, Music City. Like, I don't fault the guys for hopping out when they're going to be a, you're going to be playing in a Maryland and a, you're a 6-16 six team playing Maryland. Right. But I think it does change a little bit when the circumstances that happened in the last couple of weeks about whether they're, they're in the game or not. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it is, I guess it is what it is. I don't, the whole, uh, who was the first person that kind of like opted out that made it big news? Cause you know, it was like, it wasn't too long ago, but I feel like it was, a, I think it was the, the defense in, uh, I don't know his first name, but his last name's I think verse. Uh, well, I'm talking about like just in general, like uh, you know, it was not, I mean, obviously oh, you're talking about like not this year, like wonder who kind of was the first person that made it famous to like opt out of the bowl game. Cause it was some big name guy. Yeah. I remember that too. It was, it wasn't BCS area. It's since the playoffs started, I think. I don't know, but you know, maybe COVID it might've been during COVID may have been, I don't know. I guess, you know, considering if I'm going to bring it up, I should know who it is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next on the game or the agenda, the last game on Saturday is the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl in Arizona Stadium, which is in Tucson, Arizona. Um, you got Toledo eleven and two versus Wyoming. Wyoming eight and four. Wyoming is favored by three and a half. This game is a three thirty p.m. on CW Network slash the Barstool Sports Network. Um, Jacob, do you know anything about these teams? I think everything we need to know about this bowl game is the fact that it's being played on the CW. I think that's everything we need to know. Um, I have Toledo picked. Um, I don't know. I don't know anything about them. I know Toledo lost the MAC championship to Miami, Ohio. Mm-hmm. So, but I think Rockets are better than Cowboys. So go Toledo. So you, you got Toledo upsetting uh, the wow. Fighting Josh Allen's. Okay. Yes. I think I'm going to keep Toledo to win. Oh wait, no, I'm going to no, I'm going to go Wyoming to win because they screwed me over in the pack. Are in the MAC championship. Um, I'm mad at them for not winning that game. So I'm gonna take Wyoming to win and and cover the three and a half because three and a half is basically like picking out right at that point. Um, the Arizona Stadium is the University of Arizona Stadium too, so it's kind of a, one of them games that's played at another team's home stadium. Yeah, um, is that a neither one of them are big rivals with Arizona? Wyoming's Mountain West, so I guess they don't really. Yeah. Well, I guess Wyoming uh, might get big, uh, big rivals with Washington State and Oregon State since they're no in the Pac-2 right now. All right, so that, like I said, that was the last game for Saturday. Um, Saturday kind of ends early, you know. Once you have the um, the, uh, Capital One Bowl, I mean, I guess the uh, Barstool Sports go will go thirty minutes after the, the Capital One Bowl, but like not a not a whole lot of football played that day. And then Monday. There's no games New Year's Eve. Monday, Monday, uh, New Year's Day, January 1st. The first game is the Rila Quest. Is that right, Jacob? Well, I think it's Relia Quest. Relia Quest Bowl in Raymond James Stadium. Uh, this is formerly the Outback, right? It was the Outback Bowl before? Yep. In Tampa, Florida. Um, Wisconsin, 7-5. It's playing number 13, LSU. LSU 9-3 with their three losses being, was it Alabama? Did they lose to A&M the last week? Uh, no, they beat A&M. They lost to Ole Miss. And... Alabama and uh, Florida State. Yeah, that's right, Florida State. Um, LSU is favored by ten. It is eleven a.m. ESPN two game. Um, t- Jane Daniels opt out. Is that right? I don't. I, I did he? 
I haven't I haven't seen it broke yet. I don't. That's why I'm. Yeah. It was kind was, of Ohio State and um without with Marvin Harrison. You don't know if he's oh, okay. Right here. Um, US Today has Daniels will opt out of the LSU's appearance in the um, Rely Quest Bowl. Okay, that, I mean that makes sense. Um, I'm still going to take LSU to win, but I, I don't think they're going to cover. I'm going to take LSU to win and Wisconsin to cover, Jacob. Yeah, I mean Garrett Nussmeier is a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, he can obviously he came in in Tuscaloosa when uh, Jaden got hurt for a few plays. He didn't really. I mean, first play he came out, he threw it. But I'm, I'm going to go with LSU to win, and um, I think I'm going to go with you and pick them. Pick Wisconsin to cover. Uh, but like, I don't mean I don't know. I don't really know how good Wisconsin is. I think if Wisconsin gets the ball and they can drive it and maybe slow the game down, which is what or what they need to do to beat LSU. Yeah, um, probably so. Um, I, think, I, think I doubt game low scoring that way. I doubt Malik Neighbors is playing too, especially with Jaden Daniels opt out. So I mean, LSU is going to be missing, you know, their name team guys. But LSU is probably a tier under Alabama, but really close as far as like talent on the roster. Um, so they're going to have four and five stars all over the ball. Um, one of the reasons I took Wisconsin cover just because I like Luke Fickle. Um, yeah. think he's a good coach. And I will say this is kind of a knock on LSU or like LSU going nine and three, you know, probably one, if they'd won one more game, been in New York, New York six bowl. And they're playing a team, just a game above 500. Um, I know that happened because of what is that conference ties to bowl games? But yeah, I was hoping to see LSU play. I say this and Wisconsin's going to beat about 35, but a little bit more of a competitive or a top tier team. Yeah. Um, so the this will be the no, it's not the last one. All right. So the next one we got is the Verbo Fiesta Bowl on State Farm Stadium in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, it's number twenty three, Liberty, who is thirteen and zero, and number eight, and number eight, Oregon, who is eleven and two. Um, Oregon's Oregon is favored by seventeen. It's a twelve p.m. ESPN kick. Um, I'm going to go with Oregon to win, and I don't necessarily think it's going to be close. I think they'll cover it. The seventeen, um, neither one of the group of five. Or neither one of the best "quote unquote" group of five teams have played well this weekend or this week. So I'm gonna go with Oregon to win and cover. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, I was looking it up just to make sure. Um, Bo Nix will play in this game. I think that's huge for Oregon, especially with their backup quarterback uh, Ty Thompson into the transfer portal. Um, you know, Oregon's brought in some names to play uh, to compete at quarterback. For um, they're gonna bring in Dylan Gabriel and uh, Dante Moore, but for right now they needed a quarterback to play in this ball game. Um, I really don't know how much difference it would have made just because Oregon, really good team. Dan Lenning, really good team. Some people might say he's in line for the Bama job. Um, I don't know if that's been mentioned on this podcast or not, but um, uh, I just yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, if if I could have my choice, like of obviously, I my opinion doesn't really matter, but <laughs> I. I would like to see it be either him or Sarkeesian, one of the two. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like I don't know. Both of them have really good money. Um, Sark, you kind of lose the appeal of the SEC with Texas coming now. Um, you know, so you're you're not like I think it'd been a little difference changing conference, but you're already in the same conference. So you're, I think, but you know, in Oregon with Nike, that's just so hard, dude, to leave Nike's plus school, like number one school. I know it's Alabama, but like, yeah. and especially, and it might change a little, especially if they maybe move them to the big 10. Um, I think that's, I, don't, I really don't know if that benefits or hurts Oregon's chances of keeping their coach just because, I mean, you could kind of dominate the Pac-12 of Oregon and Washington. I mean, just A1 and A2 teams, and I guess Southern Cal coming up third, or you can go in there, but then you have to travel all the way across the country and all that. So it's, you know, that's that's not the point of the podcast. We'll, we'll get a little bit on the coaching stuff and on the off season. Yeah. All right. 
Next, we have the Cheez-It um, Citrus Bowl in Camp- Camping World Stadium, uh, Orlando, Florida. Um, number 17, Iowa, 10 and 3, is playing number 21, Tennessee, um, 8 and 4. Tennessee is favored by 6, 12 p.m. ABC game. What do you got, Jacob? Uh, Tennessee. Uh, I think Tennessee is going to win at least by the six. Um, if they can keep, <clears throat> if they can keep um, the ball out of Iowa's hands, you know, because mm-hmm. they're going to do the same thing as Wisconsin wants to do and just go slow. Um, but you know, Joe Milton did opt out, and it's Nico. I'm not going to pronounce his last name because I don't know. <laughs> um, I think you should give it a try. I've always gave it a try, Jacob. I think you should give it a try. That's the difference between you and me. I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to attempt it. So. <laughs> Um, but didn't he play in last year's bowl game? No, I think he's a true freshman. I think he was able to travel with the team and all that. He got there early. Okay, that's right. Yeah, but I mean, first start. I think he's gonna do. I think he's gonna do well. I think he's gonna be maybe a little bit of a game manager this week. Mm-hmm. So um, I think Tennessee's gonna win and cover that six. You know, I was just sitting there talking about, um, you know, as far as like records and finding a better team and all that. I feel like Iowa playing LSU and then. Wisconsin, Tennessee. I mean, I just looking at their bowl records are um, probably I think would be better games. But I guess that's why me and Jacob aren't on the, are um, aren't the ones making the bowl decisions and all yeah. that. But I'm going to take Tennessee to win and cover just like you. All right. So uh, next is Monday's or no Monday's games. We've already you've already said that. All right. So the next game we have is um, the first semifinal game of the college football playoff. It's the Rose Bowl. Uh, in Pasadena with number four Alabama, who's 12 and one, and number one Michigan, who is 13 and 0. Michigan's favored by two. Uh, it's a four o'clock ESPN kick. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Alabama. Um, I saw I saw Wells's uh, words here on the screen. And so it kind of kind of made me laugh a little bit. Um, I might let him share those with you if he feels comfortable. <laughs> but um, I think. Man, I just think if I think if you shut Michigan's run game down, mm-hmm. I mean, and it's like it's like a friend of mine and I were talking last night. When's the last time that a team ran just ran the ball on Alabama and beat them without a scram without a scrambling quarterback? With and straight beat them, I'd have said like just ran just ran the ball. Like I don't know. I look and I, if Auburn, I would have said Auburn this year. I'd have said Iron Bowl. Because yeah. Auburn, it had over 200 yards rushing. Um, kind of did. I don't want to say they did what they wanted to, yeah. but you know that that's how they were in the game is because they were able to succeed running the ball. Because God knows we can't throw it. Um, but since you added the beat them in part, I really don't know. Um, yeah, I, like that's what I was. I genuinely could not think of the last time a team beat Alabama by just by if you shut like a quarterback that is not really going to pass it well, and if the if he can't scramble and run and beat you. When did they just pound it down? Like when did they just beat Alabama? You can't really. Um, so I, if I was going all the way back, I would think about Ezekiel Elliott's in the playoff um, for Ohio State way back in like fifteen or sixteen. I'm sure there's one or two more that we can't think of off the, off the top yeah. of our head. But it's, I mean, um, it's not, it's not really. I think the point that I'm trying to get to is that it's not really like it doesn't happen that often. Mm-hmm, right. So, that's what I, I mean. I think Alabama's defense. They've had this long to prepare. I think they can adjust accordingly to JJ if he starts to throw it. Um, I just think I think the defense is I think defense is good enough to shut them down, and I don't think I don't think Michigan's seeing a quarterback like Milrow all year, maybe. So and McClellan's healthy and back. So 
I don't know. I'm I'm confident in Alabama to win and um, get the upset. All right. I had Bama loses by 200 on the spreadsheet. Um, I was hoping Jacob would say that and read it out loud and go on a little tangent, but he didn't. He held his composure and remained professional. Um, all serious. I have Bama pulling the quote unquote upset. Um, I do don't. I've heard a lot of people say Bama's going to run them out the stadium. I do not believe that's going to be the case. Um, I believe Michigan will be able to have success running the ball. I do not think it's going to be success enough to win this game, but I do think Michigan is. Um, you know, a good football team. I mean, we were just talking about Auburn had success running the ball versus Alabama. Of course, it's the Iron Bowl. Jacob, we always talk about the voodoo that goes on at the Iron Bowl, Jordan Hare Stadium. But there then they turn around, turn around the next week and kind of shut uh, Georgia's run game down. So, like, you know, I mean, it's it's kind of just what happened. I mean, I think we're going to know early. I know this is one of them things that I think we're going to know. If Michigan is able to go, you know, is averaging five, six yards a carry, I think Bama better watch out. Yeah, but I, if, I even said that I think Alabama. There could be a time in the game where they're down seven or ten points. Mm-hmm. I could, and I think they'll find a way to win. I genuinely think that could happen, just because you know I think it's going to be one of those things where if Michigan gets the ball first, I think they might score first. Yeah, I punch Alabama in the mouth and then you know settle back down. Be kind of like a Tennessee when you're down what think what fourteen or seven. I think it was ten or fourteen and a half. They came mm-hmm. back and shut them down second half. So. um but yeah, I think they're going to do enough to to win, and that's all that matters at this point. In the, you know, yeah. this- for the sake of hypotheticals, I would I'm going to ask if Mich- if Alabama would have been favored by ten, would you have took them to cover? Plus money, Michigan plus the money. Easy. Yeah, okay, that's where I would have said. I think, Michigan. Gonna, I think it's going to be like if it was ten, easy. Um, now, I would probably go like if Bama was favored by five, I can I would take Bama. Okay. I think it's gonna be. I, I think it's. I think it's gonna be close, but not like ten points close. Isn't it true that the number one seed gets a pick where they go? Correct. Thank Michigan. Better be glad they were not going down to New Orleans. Michigan knew what they were <laughs> going. I mean, I think. I think Washington would have done the same thing. They would have went to Pasadena because it's closer for them. Yeah. So, but Michigan. I, this had nothing to do with distance. It had everything to do with trying to keep Alabama fans from going. But I think Bama's going to travel, man. I think it would have been cool just for, we're running low on time. But for sake, if Bama would have – and Texas would have somehow been the two and three and Washington and Michigan at the one yeah. and four, and you'd had Bama, Texas, and New Orleans. Woo. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of central for both of them. I think Bama would be a little closer by maybe about an hour or so. But still, Texas travels well. I mean, you're going to find out with my next pick what I think is going to happen in the national championship game. Though. <laughs> All right. All right. Final game of the this episode. Um, college football semifinal, All-State Sugar Bowl in the Caesars Dome, New Orleans, Louisiana, number three, Texas, 12-1, and one, one loss to Oklahoma. At our playing number two, Washington. Washington is um, 13-0, beating Oregon twice, most notably their two wins. Um, Texas is favored by four. It's the 345 ESPN game. Jacob, you seem to be chopping at the bit. What's going to happen? I think Texas is going to win, man. Um, now, I think it's I think Washington has every bit of a chance to win this game. Mm-hmm. I think Washington's really good. I think Penix is really good, but I think I think Sarkeesian and giving that man like a month to prepare, dangerous. Mm-hmm. So give me Texas to win uh, and cover the four. I'm right, I'm right there with you. I'm going to take Texas to win and cover. Um, I like Texas. I think Sark is a really good coach. I think it's going to be a lot of points scored. Yeah. I, don't, I, I think the first game is going to be closer in the 24, 21, 28, 21 range. And I think this game will be in the 30s. For yeah. sure. 
Um, let me ask you this, Jacob. As an Alabama fan, assuming Bama wins that first game, who would you rather see? <laughs> Washington. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, like, obviously, I think obviously Alabama is a completely different team when they played Texas the first time. But, I mean, and, and Alabama did play a, a very bad game. Uh, and they only lost by ten, though. So I mean, I guess, I guess you could you could say Texas is because people say they get back. You know, mm-hmm. get back is a certain word. We're not going to say it on the pod. But um, I, I mean, I think I think Alabama has a better chance to beat Washington of the two. So I would rather see that. But I mean, I, I'd like to see a rematch of Bama mm-hmm. Texas. I think it'd be fun. But yeah, I think you now the game's in Houston. That's what I. I, I, I don't know if that affects. You know, that's kind of why I said Washington at first because, I mean, dude, the game is in Houston. I don't know how far Houston is from Austin, but. Not far. I mean, Texas is huge. So, like, when I say not far, I'm talking, I think we're talking about within two and a half hours, three hours maybe. Um, Way though, man. Austin, Texas to Houston, Texas uh, is a two hours and 26-minute drive. Man, I nailed that. Um, Just kind of, yeah, it's kind of worrisome a little bit. mm um, so, but you know, you know, Washington, you know, it's probably gonna be Washington, Michigan. Why wouldn't it, right? I mean, based off of our picks, it's yeah, be Washington, Michigan. If it hammer the way the ball season has been going, hammer every other game that we did not pick just by. I mean, you're gonna lose a few, we're gonna get two or three right, but as yeah. far as total money games, um, like, we've been we've been struggling. I would have gladly went one and 42 if it means or two and 41 if it means Alabama wins enough championship, so. Mm-hmm. A little selfish, you know, try to bring the podcast down if you ask me. No, it means that I would bring my <laughs> reputation down as far as a pick em goes. But hey, the Todd wins an after championship while I'm in school, and that's pretty cool. So, but All we, right. um, I have to say one more thing before we leave. Um, we're next week on Bama, we got the national championship game we'll talk about. I think me and Jacob are going to try and put out a basketball episode pretty, pretty soon. Conference play starts in two weeks. Um, so yeah, be on the lookout for that. Yeah, conference play starts next Saturday, so we'll have it up by Friday morning. Okay. So, all right. Well, that's that's been it for episode twenty-four of It Just Means Less. We appreciate you listening, and we'll see you next week.